Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. This is your host, Brother Elijah DeLello. Yay. I feel like we just entered like a WWE match right now. Like <laughs> that's exactly that's what we need, you know. Just get, ding, ding, get... Ding, ding. <laughs> it's like a little macho man. On my Randy right side, <laughs> there it is. Five hundred pounds of pure muscle, <laughs> the wrecking wrecker. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good. Yeah, there's a, you just said I was five hundred pounds of pure muscle. Pure muscle. <laughs> you should be. You should be. I was. I was excited for you. There's not too many people in this world who are 500 pounds of pure muscle. I don't think there's anyone in this world. Except for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I have been uh, doing nothing yes. uh, as far as you know, working on my physique, but I'm glad you're noticing. Yes, I've <laughs> noticed. Wow. Sorry, Father. Father Anthony, how are you? I'm doing well. The challenger. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, the challenger on this corner. The challenger. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, no, I'm very excited. Well, I'm, I wonder where we're going. You know, every every podcast is an adventure, and I feel like this is like choose your own adventure, and like just you know where we're going right now. It's it's TBD, but I'm excited about it. Well, we're going somewhere together. That's all I know. <laughs> we're all on this boat. Heads Carolina, tails California. That's right. <clears throat> so something's coming. Something is coming. Something is coming. Something's it's, always coming. It's spooky. Mmm. Some say it's spooky. I don't know if it's spooky. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Excellent. We're going to talk about Halloween. Ah, mm. a wonderful. Yes. yes. So I'm calling it Halloween specifically. Okay. Because I want to talk about Halloween, the secular holiday Halloween. Okay. Um, even though we know that there's different roots to that. Yes. And we can talk about that too. Uh, but I want to talk about Halloween um, the way that the culture has kind of portrayed it. Um, both, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way that we've celebrated it, uh, with dressing up and going trick or treating, um, and then any parties that go on. Right. But I want to talk about, you know, good things, bad things, things that we should avoid. Um, as I'm sure that there will be listeners who have kids who traditionally go out with their kids and go trick or treating. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I know that I, when I was a kid, I used to go trick or treating. It was it was quite a fun time for me. Did you have a best costume, Father? We didn't get to that part of the oh, okay, show yet. Wow. wow, we're going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're going somewhere wow. together. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just excited. It's like I want to see my present early. Uh, that's yes. right. Anywho, so fathers, yes, um, good brother. Halloween. Talk a little bit about Halloween and um, maybe maybe both. You know what what the church might. Um, call that by a different name but uh and then the the secular halloween uh that we celebrate yeah i mean the church would call it all hallows eve meaning the the eve the night before of of the day in which we celebrate all the hallowed all the holy all the saintly so we know november 1st is all saints day uh, so the night before would be all hallows eve so that is where that, that's what the church would call it that's where the, the name comes from that's the original um, so, but the reason, it, we, the reason the connection with Halloween comes from like a Celtic festival. Yeah. Um, it, well, what happened, so the, the church actually moved the feast, um, from the date, which I believe was in May, 
um, and they moved it over to November 1st because there was this pagan holiday for the Celt. They believe that was the beginning of the new year. Like we have January 1st as our new year. November 1st was their new year. And it's when all the souls of the dead would come to visit. So there were all these ghosts that were about. They would make fires and it was called this date. And the Pope was like, yeah, no, thank you. We need to stop the Celts from celebrating this, this weird kind of pagan ritual that they have up there. We're going to celebrate all the saints. We're not going to worry about these, all these souls and the, the souls of the past. We're going to pray to the saints all those who have gone before us, all those who are in heaven, and pray for their intercession. So we're going to make that our our, celebra- our feast. Um, well, the, uh, um, the, they, they moved that, but the Celts kind of didn't let go of that kind of tradition. So then they moved to kind of the night before, October 31st and November 1st, they would celebrate uh, what, what we now call All Hallows' Eve, but Halloween, right. where they dress up like witches and goblins. And there's this kind of this continued reflection of association with this Celtic pagan festival, which is why we have all the witches and ghouls and goblins that we see on Halloween. Witches, ghouls, goblins. Beware. Beware. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, just just go back to the the culture's take on on Halloween. Um, you know, you see sometimes these stores now, the spirit of Halloween that start coming up. And really? There's out. a spirit of Halloween. Oh, there. there's a spirit of Halloween. <laughs> Let me tell you what. That's interesting. Um, so you go there if you want to go get a, a costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as, at, at least since I was a kid, as I've kind of traced in a little bit, um, in my own estimation, some of the costumes that, that you see, especially younger kids wearing and you know, even even in college and college age, you know, Halloween parties can be a pretty big thing, and right, uh, maybe even for adults sometimes Halloween right. parties sure, yeah. can be a big no, yeah. thing. Um, but the costumes, you know, sometimes they can be a little either scandalous or just a little bit freaky looking. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times you might see little kids dressing up as vampires or ghosts or axe murderers or whatever it might be and then you know unfortunately sometimes the young ladies might be wearing something that's that's not altogether modest um, right so can we talk a little bit about just kind of how the, the culture has approached this and um maybe what we as catholics should be aware of or what we should try to avoid uh what do you think father uh, i like to give you the broad question <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean i'm gonna answer it like so I'm just I have a very strong memory right now of actually what I was a, a I was in seminary in Washington D.C. and I was helping out with the missionaries of charity and they were getting ready for All Saints Day. So the men who lived there were uh, they were going to dress up as a saint and you know present and they had to guess and it was going to be a whole thing and so they asked me to like say something to all these men and so I just I just said well I get to dress up like a saint every day um, I get to dress up like Saint Francis. And one of the, the missionaries of charity came up to me afterwards, and she was like, she's like, what you said about dressing up like a saint every day? She's like, I will, I'm going to meditate upon this. I'm going to ponder on this. And I was like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, you look exactly like Mother Teresa right now. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we dress up. I don't like that's, uh, and it's, it's creepy. It's scary. It's ghastly. It's ghoulish. It's scandalous. Um, I, I, it's, I don't know where that, I don't know what the fascination is with that. And I don't know why people would want to i i'm like horror is like the least entertaining thing for me like horror movies i don't i don't particularly enjoy it at all like i don't want to be scared like if i want to enjoy myself i'm not going to scare myself but but i don't know some people really get a kick out of that people some people really enjoy that and uh and there is this 
I, I guess I guess we just sort of see like a repaganization of the culture, um, and so we're presented with a lot of cultural challenges with that, where where the culture was pagan and then Christians evangelized it and it became Christian and now it is it's going back to to uh, this this paganism and uh, and so. So we would absolutely want to avoid that. You know, we can't, we don't want to partake in that. And, and so, yeah. So I think we need to get into, <clears throat> first I'm going to say, what's the bad? What do we need to avoid? Because I do think hopefully there's some gems of good that we, maybe we can get to. But first, we just want to go straight to the bad. And, and, and just to tell it from exorcists who I've read mm. and talked to, that Halloween is a night with a lot of demonic activity. Where a lot of so there really are witches. I just start here. Witches do exist. Warlocks sure, right, do yeah, exist. Yeah. Right. These are there are people who cast spells. There are Satanists. There are people who do black masses. They do them for evil purposes. Yeah. Um. We can do a whole podcast on that if we need to. Uh, just write info at becomefire.faith <laughs> if we need to, uh, to podcast topics. But, um, that there is and there are individuals who are seeking after the power of Satan. Right, and and they're seeking to to use that power to curse, to 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 turn away from the things of God, to build up the kingdom of Satan. And this night, according to exorcists, um, who have had to deal with, deal with this, is the worst night of the year for hmm. demonic activity, for satanic activity. Um, and, and so we just have to be aware that that there's a lot of that all this stuff of like getting into oh, it's just it's just innocuous, it's just kind of it's all play, it's all play. It's like no, no, no. There are people. There really are witches out there. And they really are trying to do harm, right? And I guess it's kind of a, especially as a priest who has to deal with this stuff, right? And deal with the ill effects of the stuff and the yeah. people I minister to, like, it's not a joke to me, mm-hmm. you know? I just want to, because people are like, ah, you know, it's just, you know, we're, it's, we're just play, just play. Um, like, well, your play is offensive to me. I talk about that, kind of like offended by stuff. Your play is offensive because the, these are really are, there really are people out there who are working against the work of God. And it's really offensive. Um, and we don't want to support this at all in any, in any way as far as, so what's the bad? I would not let my kids or people, you know, and you know, my youth group, whatever it is, dress up like things that are specifically evil, right? You know, ghosts, goblins, warlocks, witches, wizards, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, these are associated with the occult. These are associated with evil. And, and oftentimes these parties um, they usually they have like a fortune teller, and sometimes it's just you know oh it's it's just one of the teachers at the school, right? It's just it's something that's it's not a big deal. It's not a real fortune teller, right? Well, you know what? So then what is this? But it opens ourselves up. It's like this is not a bad thing. Oh, this these aren't a real thing. Then you find a real fortune teller, or you never know what you know demonic wants to interplay in such things. Um, so so demonic activity is real. Demons are real. Yeah. All this is real, and we don't want to joke about it. And demonic activity occurs in a very, very powerful way um, on this night, on All Hallows' Eve. And we're just building it up and playing into it by joining in the culture, or the culture says, for what Halloween should be. And that is that we get into the darkness and the, the, you know, the, the, all these, the witches and the warlocks and such. Yeah. No, I mean, the, yeah, we definitely, absolutely, like, there's a really dark side to all this for sure um and and we have traditionally on this night we've um we'll do a vigil in the house and we'll pray in reparation and and make intercession for and against any demonic activity that might 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 take place and so i think that's um i mean that's yeah yeah so the just want to acknowledge that there is there is there is a dark side to it for sure so you know i mean even with 
<clears throat> you know, movies. Uh, if you think about, you know, some of the movies of the past maybe 10, 15, maybe even 20 years uh, that there's been like this fascination with with vampires and with, you know, the dead and with zombies and all this kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, you have this this night where where people and especially little kids are, are starting to dress up like this. Um, and Father, you kind of touched on this when you said this could open you up to things. And, um, but, you know, does it, does it mean, you know, even if my, my little child, you know, they're, they're, they just, they watch a, a show on the Disney channel that has little, you know, cartoon vampires or whatever it might be. And they want to dress up like one of these little vampires. Um, like, isn't that just harmless? Isn't that okay? Um, isn't it okay if my, if my daughter just, you know, she wants to dress up like a witch, you know, um, or maybe they, they really like the Wizard of Oz. She just wants to dress up like the witch or something like that. Um, you know, what's the harm in that? Yeah. So I, I was, I'd say I went to a Sadie's Hawkins dance. I went to an all guys school. So we didn't have, you know, we had dances, but we invite girls over, but I got invited to another, uh, one of our sister schools. They had a Sadie's Hawkins where the girls invited the guys. And I went over and one of the, I brought this up, one of the teachers there was palm reading, quote unquote, right? And it wasn't a real, I think it was, I don't know who it was. It wasn't a real palm reader, but it was, you know, palm reading was happening. And, and uh, some of the people I was with, you know, you go with a, a group of people, they're like, oh, let's go do this. I'm like, no, like <laughs> my mama taught me right. Like, like <laughs> this isn't like, they're like, oh, it's just, it's just Mr. Smith. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just a teacher. This isn't real. I'm like, but so, and maybe there's nothing demonic associated with that particular thing. But what it does is, is it opens you up. And all of a sudden your kids are on their college spring break and they go out to the beach and there's a real fortune teller, a real palm reader there who's like reading fortunes and reading palms. And and they think, oh, it's just the same, just like Mr. Smith. It'll be fun. It'll be cute. It'll be reading my horoscope, whatever the, it yeah. just, it, and it is a real palm reader and they really are involved in demonic and you really are opening yourselves up to the demonic. So you can open yourselves up to the demonic. And we see very explicitly fortune tellers, uh, palm readers, et cetera, they are explicitly condemned in the scriptures. Um, it's not, it's not a question mark. Um, and so that the, 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 even if that particular like oh it's not that big of a deal you're opening yourself up so when when we this cartoon that we're watching oh it's just got a little witch there it's just got a little you know I remember I was watching a cartoon when I was uh, a kid and uh, like a séance happened I had no idea what a séance was and like and my mom's like turn it off I'm like what like I didn't even remember the word I remember I mean I, I remember the word I was like what what's wrong she's like and she told me she like séances are bad like we don't do like this is mm -hmm. demonic and she's like don't watch that cartoon. And, and for me, it was like, oh, what's that? And if my mom had been there, I'd have been like, oh, and maybe a, and then I hear about one. It's like, oh, yeah, I watched another cartoon. What's that? And you just kind of show up. And uh, I mean, I have a sad story um, that, that I know I had a friend who like was going to Planned Parenthood and uh, like after uh, high school. And it was like, oh, I'm going to go to Planned Parenthood afterwards. Like we're going to go like grab, grab lunch, grab dinner. Um, I mean, I need to stop by the Planned Parenthood before we, before going. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know what Planned Parenthood was. Like, I'd never heard the name. Like, but I'm mm -hmm. totally anti-abortion, totally anti-contraceptive, even in high school. And, uh, so I was going to like grab lunch or whatever and stopped at Planned Parenthood. And the person's like going up to pick up contraceptives. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like what I thought Planned Parenthood was like some class about like being a good parent one day, you know, I didn't like, it's just kind of like, I hadn't heard the name. You think I would have, you know, but I just hadn't heard the name sure, before. Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, like, oh, like, no, I don't want, like, I don't want to be associated with this. Like, I don't want to have, like, just drive, driven here for, you know, this is, this is bad. Um, and so sometimes we, we don't even recognize, but it's just like, oh, like, 
this isn't, it's not, we always kind of think like, oh, this isn't that bad of a thing. And then we can evolve. We're like, whoa, 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 this is really bad. And I didn't realize how bad it was. And now I'm, I'm ankle deep because it just kind of like, we have this fascination sometimes with, with zombies. I mean, they're like with a string of like a hundred zombie movies in a year, or like a few years ago, like we're just obsessed with the dead, right? We get obsessed with witches and wizards and all these things. And we think they're not that big of a deal. And then we get into the real world and there really are witches. There really are. I mean, I've, I have met vampires, like people who, that's what they do. Like they go to blood sucking parties, like, and you're like, oh, that's weird. But there are really people who are out there. And we just mm-hmm. think this is cartoons. We think this is just fantasy land, but it's real. And, and when we get associated with it, it can open our spirits up, open our souls up to demonic activity. And we don't want that. I don't want to be oversimplistic about letting a child dress up like something that they're, they're watching on a cartoon. Uh, that like, um, you, you know, like, I guess what I want to say is that, like, we have to be taking uh, the moral imagination of our children very, very seriously. And so um, that, that the culture that even I grew up in um, is not the culture that kids are growing up in today. And certainly the, the culture my parents grew up in is way far away from the culture that is, is today. And so that, like, so that maybe what was like benign and permissible and like harmless for for someone a little bit older than me or my parents um, might not be the case anymore, just because the culture is um, is not as virtuous and and as it, as it once was. Um, and so and so if you're a parent or a grandparent, you're like, well, like I turned out okay, and then thanks be to God, you know, what I mean that that's great, but like. Um, Kids are facing a lot more challenges today, and they're exposed to way more much today. And they can they can find a lot more because of the internet that even I could or 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 my parents could. Um, and so, so is it okay if Bobby dresses up like whatever, or Susie dresses up like whatever? Like maybe I don't know, but like, um, but. But the, the the formation there, like there has to be a lot of helps around it for that to even to, to be okay. Like it, ha- it has to be very, very clear and very explained well to these kids. Like um, what, what, what is this? And, um, and, and I think f- for me, something that really changed my mind is I was reading an essay by Michael O'Brien. He's a Catholic novelist and, and, and iconographer and I love his novels. They're great. And he makes the point that children's literature today has 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 made a turn where where all of the ancient moral archetypes for evil um dragons um vampires uh werewolves um witches these things have been archetypally evil in in cultures and stories um and it has not been till very recently that that this has been flipped now that these are all the heroes. Dragons are the good guys. Wizards are the good guys. Witches are the good girls. Werewolves and vampires are the heroes. And they're inverting the moral archetypes, um, which, which, and we need these things. Like the, we, we have told these stories about knights slaying dragons and being chivalrous because it makes young men courageous and, 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 and to use their strength to protect the weak and the vulnerable, that there are dragons in the world that need to be fought. Um, and so we need moral archetypes and, and, and the imagination is, is so important in forming that. And so, um, 
And so what, there's this huge inversion that's happening culturally in society with that. And that's not something that we can just gloss over and say that like, well, well, there's still good stories. These stories still have good morals. And 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 of course they do. That that every lie has to resemble the truth. And if there wasn't something good about them, no one would would consume them. Um, but but that doesn't mean that they're not dangerous in some way, and it doesn't mean that they don't need explained or some formation. And so um, I would I I don't want to I don't want to oversimplify the issue, but that um, however a parent is going to or a grandparent is going to engage in this, that there has to be has to be very very intentional, um, and has to be very very hands on. Um, and has to be um, um, just explained because it's because it's just da- like it's it's just way more dangerous for kids than it's ever been. Yeah, uh, and and I think um, <clears throat> you know to go back to some of what you were saying, Father Anthony, that this uh, there is this kind of obsession that you see with the culture with things like vampires and zombies, and um, and I think. You know, again, if we look at these things as traditionally being evil, um, it really just speaks, I think, to to the state of the culture. And um, really, a lot of these things are anti-life. I mean, you think of what these things are known for doing, um, and it's it's killing, it's murdering, it's sacrificing, it's you know, cannibalistic type things. Um, and so, for for kids shows to be portraying a lot of these things as, you know, positive influences or whatever it might be. It's, there's something about that that I think is a little strange. Um, but also I think again, that if you track, you know, most of the people who get into these types of movies or shows or whatever it might be, there does seem to be some kind of obsession, um, that develops and that these obsessions, eventually lead to certain types of lifestyles. And um, I think that the fruits uh, that comes from these obsessions with these different figures and whatnot, I think that it's pretty easy to see that it's, it's not of the Lord. Um, so to be careful with these for sure. And, and even if it's to say that like, um, you, th- th- that maybe you consume these things and like, you never like, you never experience like the, the real dark side of these things, but like, um, but if, if you stop going to church, you know what I mean? Like if you stop believing in God, like if you, um, like that's really, that's, that's sad. That's not good. You know what I mean? And so like, that's, um, I think we kind of have to also break out of the mindset of, of just like, cause we can fall into the trap of like, well, just being like a good person or, or, um, or just, just, just an extremely relativized morality, um. And that like, well, I'm not doing the really dark stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not like doing seances. I'm not doing um, whatever else it might be. But like, um, but if it just secularizes you, if it just stops your, if it, if it like, if it's crippling your faith in God, if you're no longer going to church, if like you're consuming this way more than anything else, then like, well, that's, that's good enough for the devil. You know what I mean? So what, um, what if my child or what if I want to dress up like something neutral? You know, what if my what if my son wants to be a police a policeman or a fireman? Um, you know, we we know a family in you know in Detroit that the their their kids dress up like saints, and uh, they like to come and we try to guess who the saints are. Um, so you know, is there is there a way to do this well or a way to do this right? Right. So I uh, will get back to. I think we got to Christianize the pagan culture. 
that I think the ideal would be, yeah, that we, we focus on All Saints Day, which is the next day. And what are we celebrating All Saints Day, right? And that's what I grew up doing, um, you know, and uh, turned out well. So that that we need to focus on. No, you should be dressing up like saints. If if they're gonna, if the enemy is gonna want everybody to dress up like demons and then associate with the demonic, no, we're gonna dress up like saints and we're talking about Saint Joseph and how awesome he is. Um, so that'd be the ideal. Um, as far as you know, can we participate in this holiday? Um, can I can I put some some jack o' lanterns on my uh, on my my house? Like, what what level of participation can I have? You know, how much cooperation can I have with evil? Uh, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. I have um, a pillowcase of candy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my suggestion would be that the, the best thing to do, I think, is to look towards yeah those events that we need to get our churches involved. You know, how do you Christianize paganism? We set up churches. And I know a lot of churches do trunk or treat. And, and we set up like the trunk or treat situation at our churches where we have kids, encourage kids to dress up like saints. You give prizes. Who, who dress up like the best saint? Um, and you, you kind of encourage the, the Christianization aspect, the focus on All Saints Day, which is the next day, um, by this. Um, my comments, I don't know if I have comments. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like participating in something that I disagree with, and I fundamentally disagree with what the direction Halloween's going. How's that? That it might be neutral for a kid to dress up like a superhero and go to the neighbor's houses and get um, candies and such. But some of those houses are going to have, you know, you know, a witch, you know, you know, decoration on the front and the beware, boo, and all these things. And, and is that all out evil? Like, are you sinning? No, but probably not. But it, I just don't want to participate. Like, I want to set up a system where we're actually turning the culture around. And, and I think we've gone so far, it's gone so long with our church have been like, okay, well, what can we do in the midst of the pagan culture? Like, what's acceptable and unacceptable? We like love towing the line. It's the, when I was a youth minister, or kind of helping the youth ministry program and when I was in college for the high school kids. It was like, basically some of the questions when we took them on the summer retreat was like, how short can my dress be? And you're not going to force me to like change clothes, right? And I feel like we do that too often. Like, yeah. how close can I be to touching sin and to things that are bad for me and involved in, in a secular culture and it not lead me to hell, not be... And it's like, well, I think you're asking the wrong question. It's like, you know, I think our question is like, how can I... Christianize? How can I evangelize? How can I turn the culture? And that's the question I think I want to, I want families and children to be asking. What can I do this year, this Halloween, to help transform the culture, to reclaim the reality that we're celebrating one of the greatest feasts of the year, All Saints Day on November the 1st? I mean, if someone is asking me if, if their kid can dress up like a police officer for Halloween, I would say, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing sinful about dressing up like a police officer or something neutral like that, um, or even just being, even just being creative. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot of people can kind of be funny and creative with their costumes without having to being like scandalous or ghoulish. Um, and so, I, I think I think it can be a creative outlet. Um, I also think that it's incredibly communal um i think as as people know their neighbors less and less um and, and society becomes more and more atomized i think an opportunity to knock on your neighbor's door and and meet them and like them to give you candy um i i i think that like um i would say i would say you i would say there's i don't think there's anything particularly sinful about trick-or-treating or dressing up as something neutral or creative or fun um I would definitely encourage to 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 really make it a faith experience. Um, 
and, 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 you know, you maybe you will dress up as saint. That's great. Um, so I do think there are some good, I, I think there are some good things that we can reclaim and redeem, but that parents are just going to be very, very intentional, um, about, it's a formation moment. It's a formation moment for parents and grandparents with their kids. Um, because you are going to be encountering things and this is the world you live in. Um, this is the world you live in and that, and that we do have to set ourselves apart from it in some way. Um, and so, uh, I, I would say, I guess that's what I would say. So it's just a certain level of prudence, certain level, level of discernment of what you're going to be doing. Intentionality for sure. Yeah. Um, um, and then I think too, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, to bring it kind of first full circle here, um, that it, it is, it's all Hallow's Eve that what that actually means. And I think that if you have kids, you know, to kind of educate your kids and kind of sit them down and explain to them in the midst of what they probably are seeing a lot of their classmates do or, or what they're seeing on the, on TV and, and everything, um, that just the the importance of what this is and what this really is for us as Catholics, um, that they might have, you know, proper perspective on everything. Um, now, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen this year, uh, insofar as how many people are actually going to be out with, with COVID and That's stuff, really you know, so <laughs> yeah. who knows, but, um, I think, you know, something that would be very countercultural, um, would be to do something like, you know, what, what we're trying to do, which is, you know, maybe just to pray as a family, um, to do something like that. Um, and if you do end up going out or being with, uh, the neighbors or the, or the, the kids, um, somewhere just to, to kind of really bring the faith into it somehow. Um, any final thoughts? Um, <clears throat> No, I just want to once again encourage, like, I, th this could be a great opportunity. I would just what Father Petrie said, like, we don't always meet our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Like, throw a block party, um, but do your best to make it, like, you know, uh, focused on the right things. You know, it's definitely a church. I mean, get your church together. That'd be, it'd be wonderful, too. Or if you're going with your kids, use this as a time to explain, like, here's what's going on. Like, you know, maybe we, we can't turn uh, this around in a day. But we can certainly get it pointed back to what it, it, its original intention, you know, one step at a time, and get our neighbors and 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 you dress your kids up like saints, and then was like, "What are you in your block party?" You're like, "Well, I'm," and even the parents, you know, you dress up, and you're like, "I'm the Saint Joseph, and this is Mary, and you know, this is baby Jesus, <laughs> We're the holiest couple on the block." <laughs> and uh, and not to show up, but just kind of like, "Why are you dressed up like like it's All Saints Day?" And you know, have a little, you know, on your little booth when you hand out candy with your candy, you give a. Um, a, a card of a saint or I mean I don't know there's probably really creative ideas um, to, to help to be like okay I can like this can be an opportunity for us so I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity as best I can what a great opportunity if if you your kids are dressing up like a saint for them to learn about the saint right mm -hmm. um, what a wonderful way to kind of teach your kids okay there it is folks Halloween um, and I do I do want to say that you know, I wasn't here last year, but the Friars did do some jack-o'-lanterns. We did. We did. With some with some wonderful designs on there. Yeah, it was fun. What what I made a sacred heart in mine. I don't I know. I made a tell cross? Yes. No, you did the Jerusalem cross. I did the Jerusalem cross. Yeah, you did the Jerusalem cross. Yes. I knew I did a cross. Um I forget what the other brothers did. They must not have been very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with some cutouts. We had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. an enjoyable family activity. 
there it is. Now, if I can kind of blow this up a little bit. Blow it up. We're going somewhere. So imagine we're all going. We're in the same stream. <laughs> imagine so. that you have unlimited skill in carving a jack-o'-lantern. Well, this, this is certainly an exercise in my imagination. Yes. Okay. Imagine and imagine well. Okay. And that you have uh, a very, very large pumpkin. Like Charlie Brown. Maybe. <laughs> but are you talking about the Charlie, Charlie Brown himself, that size, or like the. No, doesn't he have a great pumpkin? The great pumpkin king or something. <laughs> we have a very large pumpkin. There's a very large <laughs> pumpkin, yes. What would you carve in this pumpkin? And I have unlimited skill. Unlimited skill. Wow. And what kind of light would you put within the pumpkin? What kind of, there are different kinds of light? <laughs> Just go with me on this. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, but okay. But I'll here we you. are. What would I draw? That's really interesting. Um, I would probably do, um, in a very artistic and beautiful way, like the finger of Adam touching the finger Ooh. of God. Like that. This, like, that would be amazing. Yeah, and and in such a way that like all the detail is there. Yeah, and you really like as best as you can get it coming out of a jack o' lantern. You just like the little and the like a special light. I do some kind of light that there's a special light right at the spark where the divine mm. hand is touching the hand of Adam in creation from the top of the from the uh, um, ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. So that I think you know, or something like that. Even like a Van Gogh, you know, he gets got that starry night that he does. Oh my gosh! Like wow. Something like something like like that's actually a piece of art, yeah. but that can be displayed in a beautiful way upon a jack lantern. I think it'd be really cool. Wow. I think it would be an image of me carving a pumpkin. Wow! <laughs> yeah, just get totally meta with it. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. And 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 the light would work in such a way as to like is almost like the created movement. It's like I was actually like moving and, and covering a pumpkin. It would just be be a really trippy experience. That's incredible. Yeah, I like that. Listen, brother, you never answered my question. What was your question? Your best yeah. costume. My best costume. Yeah. Oh my. I'd grown up. Were a you long like? Time. You, were you ever like Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig? No. Um, Not surprising to me. I might have been. Was I ever a Yankee? I might have been. Mickey Mantle one year. Were you ever like Mario or Luigi? I'm getting really stereotypical right now. I don't wow. Know. <laughs> wow. So I was, I, I mean, talk about stereotypical. I was a gangster a couple of years. Nice. <laughs> there With you a New Jersey mafia. <laughs> and a Tommy gun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was my best costume, though. I was Luke Skywalker one year. I had a really sweet lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty wonderful. Um, especially at night when you have the lightsaber and you're running mm-hmm, up and down for the streets. Sure. Yeah. I didn't know you were into Star Wars. I don't know if I was. I just really like lightsabers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Granted. Well, Halloween, folks. Uh, make sure you keep your kids and, and yourself safe. And uh, remember, this is our, our, our ladies' month. The October is Our Lady of the Rosary. So continue to pray your rosary uh, in a special way that um, on Halloween, uh, All Hallows' Eve, that the saints would be with us and intercede with us. Um, and that Our Lady and our, our Lord would crush the head of the enemy in the ways that they would desire to manifest or work any evil that night. That being said, Father Anthony, would you close us in prayer? Well, why do anything other than turn to Our Lady for her help? And then we'll ask her intercession to be upon us uh, and all are listening to us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, and at the hour of our death, Amen.
blessings I bless in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith/give. That's becomefire.faith/give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.